Hello, my name is Jeff. The passenger in the next seat fastened her seatbelt, smiled, and told me that she was Laura and that she was a San Francisco-based clinical psychotherapist. Hmm, this woman had serious brains. We could have a fascinating time of discussion to while the long flight hours away. I decided not to tell her what I did. Not yet. So I asked if she was a specialist in any particular area. Her answer froze the blood in my veins. She said, I like to help Christians to get out of Christianity. I looked past the soft grin and for a mad moment of overreaction thought that I saw a vampire in her eyes. She asked me what I did for a living and I was immediately tempted to advise her that I was a plumber specialising in helping get blockages out of sinks. I took a deep breath, told her what I do and added, I like to help people who are not Christians get into Christianity. There, I'd said it. Her face twisted into a scowl, her words coming now in sharp, staccato bursts, verbal machine gun at the shoulder. How can you believe all that stuff, she said. All that, I am the way, the truth and the life drivel. Those ideas are absolute statements. I don't believe in any absolutes. Does anybody these days? The last question stung, with its unsubtle inference that nobody but an alien from the planet Throg who had perhaps been lobotomized, would pursue a life based on absolute truth, as the Christian does. On the back foot momentarily, I recovered and sent a volley back over the net, asking her if she was sure, absolutely sure, that she didn't believe in absolutes. She affirmed that it was so, eh? And that, by way of illustration, affirmed that we might actually not be sitting on an aircraft, seeing as the declaration, I am in an aircraft, is an absolute idea. I ventured, perhaps mischievously, that we might perhaps therefore be flying at 36,000 feet in a large boat, or maybe even an orange or some other piece of soft fruit, and she agreed that I might well be right. I wondered if she might need to make an appointment to see herself, but to say so would have been crass and disrespectful, so I didn't mention it. The flight was a fascinating but mildly disturbing ride. Our discussion was warm and respectful, but the dialogue put a cloud over my heart. I left the plane feeling like a dinosaur, an out-of-touch fossil, whose faith belonged to yesteryear and should have been buried in the name of progress. She tried to convince me that believing in God was a ridiculous notion, one that was intellectually bankrupt, one so philosophically unreasonable and untenable. I wasn't shaken at all by her arguments, but her tone made me feel like I was the irrational one, that any kind of assurance or conviction was unworthy in the modern marketplace of vagueness, pluralism and relativism. I felt overwhelmed, not by the strength of the debate, but by the knowledge that our culture is totally drenched in this kind of woolly-is-good thinking, where conviction is often viewed with the same suspicion as fundamentalism, which is the new blasphemy since the tragedy of the attack on the Twin Towers. We live in a time when pages and pages of newspaper print are given over to the insane drivel that is astrology. One might feel surprised that so many would even give lip service to the notion that their lives are affected by the geographical relative proximity of the planets, but nonetheless, millions scan those columns daily. Of course, astrology has a secret ingredient of success. It allows the existence of a higher power without making a single moral demand upon any of us. It gives us a sense of higher destiny without a shred of discipleship or cost. 
Perhaps this is the reason for the obsession. Living for Christ in the multi-faith marketplace isn't easy. It takes grace, wisdom, patience, as well as courage and boldness. But let the wise be seen as fools, and the philosophers as mumbling, incoherent, blind guides. I want to be with Jesus, with all of his certainty and sacrifice. Let them tell us that we're lost in space and mad for believing. I want to stay with the beacon of light that he truly is in this fog-bound culture that is ours.